Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. <laughs> okay, it's election day. Ah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. So, what are you up to? Allison? Everything's fantastic here. What everything's did, fantastic. What did you do? Did you go to that place that pours liquid cheese into bags of Doritos? No, actually, so far we really just went to our appointment, but then. Um... We're going to go after right after we record this to the aquarium because that's when I asked you what time to record the show. I was trying to see if we should go to the aquarium right now or if we should wait until after we record. So we're going to do that right after this. We're going to head over to the aquarium. Hi, Ryan in the chat. Morgan's in the chat. A bunch of people are here listening. Uh, I think uh, Mark from Wakefield is in the chat. You had mentioned that Morgan heard me call a caller a dickhead today. And Morgan, I thought that that was, I thought they cut that. Because I called, yeah, and then I said something about his his mother too. Sleeping at the wheel at Odyssey. No, because I asked actually the executive producer because he was in there in the control booth. I assumed, I asked him, can you say dickhead? And he said, no. I said, oh, I assume they cut it. But I don't oh. know. Apparently not. Or maybe not on the app. Maybe it comes through anyway. Apparently, Morgan hurt. So. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, who knows? No FCC on the internet. Okay. Oh, what a happy day. I'm so excited for tonight. Um, I am in negotiations to possibly be live streaming on Twitter tonight around 9 with uh, the Rhino podcast. Really? So oh, you know, I offered your name to Turtle yeah. Boy, and uh, because he didn't take you up on it. Well, at least I didn't hear from him. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's that guy, you know, Jeff, who used to be on with Sue O'Connell? And they did, like, politics on TV. Jeff they, what? Like, nothing. Um, Semen or whatever? Oh, uh, yeah, name. sounds very familiar. Yes, yes. Yeah, anyway, and then my friend Caitlin from Twitter, who's been on my podcast, too. What? My face looks fatter. Your face looks fatter? 
Yes. Maybe it's the lighting. I don't know. I'm not. I haven't been in. I had to pull the curtain across the window a little because the light was too bright on me from the California sunshine over we here. We don't have sunshine here. Yeah, no, Connecticut doesn't have sunshine. So yeah, I have a so little I'll, bit. So, um, who's going to be the next uh, senator elect from Pennsylvania? That will be Senator Oz from Pennsylvania. I'm very excited about Correct. that. Correct, Katie Hobbs or Carrie Lake? Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake. Although there's been uh, election problems in Arizona today. You see this? Mario yeah, Parker, well, Michael yeah, Parker, yeah, whatever. but they have, I saw Harmeet Dillon too, tweeting that they have lawyers on the ground there. They're going to make sure everybody's vote gets counted. Please still show up and vote. Because that's the problem with some of this stuff is like, I get it. Like we're concerned about fraud, but you also still vote, please. Because this is what I hear from people on the right. It's like, there's so much fraud. I'm never voting again. We can't win. We're just going to lose. Please, please still vote. Just vote. Like, I know that it, they might still cheat, but if you don't vote, then we're definitely not going to win. So, you know, like, don't get discouraged. So, yeah, because that's the danger with that, because that was a lot of what happened in Georgia, I felt like, is people were saying, like, well, if they can just steal it, then who cares? Right. Right. You know, and, and, and I think Trump contributed to that, too, in Georgia last time. So oh, he did, yeah. That was... So I, I, you know, I really want people to show up and vote and remember that. Who will be the next like, senator elect in Georgia? Uh, I think Herschel Walker's got that one. Correct. So five thirty-eight, which I always look at um, to see like what they're thinking is, they have they've frozen their forecast for the day mm-hmm. now, and they have. Um, they have more likely than not Republicans winning in um, Pennsylvania. In uh, did you see that graphic by the way that like of because all these polls have come through since the debate where it was showing like Fetterman more likely to win, Fetterman more likely to win, and then all of a sudden like Oz is like sh- more likely to win right there. Like at the end, it's like almost vertical. It's crazy. Um, but anyway, so they have um, Oz in Pennsylvania. They have uh, Walker in Georgia, mm-hmm. um, and then and then they have it, and and they have Nevada with the Republican winning, and they don't have, um, they have the Democrats winning in uh, New Hampshire and in Arizona, but both are very very close. So those are like the five to kind of watch at the moment that the control for the Senate is hanging on. So realistically, I mean, I think. It, I think it looks like probably at least 52 seats and potentially 53 or 54 is in the realm of possibilities um, for the Senate. So, and I told you last night, I forget if it was on here or not, but my like over on, I like, I think it's possible that the Republicans could get like 240 in the house, possibly. Uh, 240. Yes, I agree. You don't know. You're just agreeing because. No, I'm looking. I'm looking at 5:38 right now. It's funny. The home page for 5:38 is not working, but the projection page is. The election projection. Yeah, I also like this other um, um, thing you sent along here. Is that somebody knocking here? No. Okay, from Inside Radio. Harsh advertising headwinds push Odyssey revenues down four percent in Q3. I'm glad I got my uh, yep. salmon, salmon and asparagus last night on the uh, on David Field. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad. 
Um, yeah, headwinds. Although wow. it, one thing that was interesting in that article that it did say is that the small and mid-sized markets are doing better than the bigger markets. So, mm. <laughs> so that's good. They said they're struggling more because they're overrepresented in bigger markets. Well, this is why I shaved, you know, Alice. We didn't get the sponsor for No Shave November. So I've shaved. Oh, by the way, you see the oh, you what shirt I'm wearing? Can you see? Um, I tried to set it up so you could see. Yeah, there you go. Sullivan's Castle and Island. Sullivan's Castle. It's Sullivan's at Castle Island. It's have you have you not heard of Sullivan's? Oh, Castle Island. Do you know what Castle no. Island is? <laughs> Do you? It's in Boston Harbor, right? It is in Boston Harbor. <laughs> You've That's talked right. about going there before, but we never have. To be precise, I, I don't, don't even think, think Castle Island is an island, but the fact that you think it's in Boston Harbor is excellent. I guess it's in Boston. I don't know. Why nobody, are you making fun of me? Nobody from Why? Boston would ever say Castle Island is in Boston Harbor. I'm but... not from Boston. I'm not. Why is this ha happening to me? I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. You're such a Lexington girl. Rich kid. <laughs> Something in Boston Harbor? It's filthy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That reminds me. No, by the way, the guy on Twitter. What's somebody... Castle Island? Well, now you have to tell me what it is. Castle Island was a was. There's a fort there, which is, I believe. Okay. Or, I think, uh, if I'm not wrong, I think uh, it was a fort there. It's uh, like 150 years old or something. It, it was post revolution, so maybe War of 1812, or whatever. One of many island fortresses to protect Boston Harbor from invasion, I think. And it was, I think that Paul Revere was jailed there briefly i think if that's, that's right he was certainly jailed somewhere near for screwing up a, a raid in maine um during the war of was it the revolution or the war of 1812 anyway he was jailed somewhere around there um what else is i gonna say oh, this is from tim and um canton you know that's exciting yeah i love tim and canton yeah great man great man okay um i uh it is interesting because here's my question for you. Okay. Donald Trump announces that he's going to run for president in a week or whatever. Mm -hmm. yep. Republicans win the House and the Senate. Obviously, the, the, the media and progressives are going to want to immediately make everything about Trump. Everything. But tell me, how easy is that for them to do this time around when they've got all these other targets? to to want to give attention to like Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene even um even uh, Matt Gates and some of the other like gung ho um extreme um trumpist candidates including like like MTG Marjorie Taylor Greene now she'll be on committees like have have good a good position on committees etc these people will be more vocal than ever so I, i'm wondering if the trump white hot spotlight will be divided among a bunch of people this time instead of just him yeah i mean i think the thing is too that there there isn't anymore a consensus in the party around trump the way there was like say in 2018 you know and and i think that it's tougher when you have a lot of people saying like Trump really shouldn't run again at this point, you know, and I don't know. Um, I don't know how that race is going to shake out, but I, I told you, I think I said this on the show yesterday, but like I have four that I think are definitely running Trump, Pence, DeSantis, and Pompeo, I think are all going to be in there. And 
I don't know like how that plays out, but I think that that changes very much the dynamic of of the way that the Democrats can frame this because they can't make the whole party into the Trump party if there is support for other people. And I think there is a lot of support for other people. DeSantis is incredibly popular in the party. And I think, too, that Republicans need to think well, about the fact. I, I mean, it's hard to say about Pompeo and Pence because they were in the administration. Except for the fact that, you know, the But they're narrative- both big anti-Trumpers now. Are they big anti-Trumpers or are they careful? I think so. I mean, I just don't think they're in. I don't think they're avowed Trump apologists anymore. But I think I don't know if they're anti-Trumpers. I kind of think they're anti-Trumpers in terms of that. I mean, like certainly you can't pin any of the January sixth stuff on Pence, so that makes that complicated. And Pompeo too. Like I think he's deep state all the way. So that's you know, a non-starter to try and put that on him. But Ron DeSantis is kind of the unknown quantity because he and Trump have this sort of uneasy relationship right now mm-hmm. where they're kind of avoiding saying that they don't like each other, but they they both know that they're planning to run against each other very soon. Um, how long DeSantis goes without getting rid of, into that race? You know, Trump's going to announce in like a week. Every day that goes by where Trump is running and DeSantis is not is tough for DeSantis. But at the same time, like, it looks bad to announce you're running for president before you even start the term you just got elected to five minutes ago, you know. So I do think that piece makes it tougher for DeSantis, too, the, like, when to time the announcement. Um, I agree with you, Morgan, that Mike Pence and Mike Pompeo don't have a chance, but um, I think they're both. I think it's like personal for both of them. I think they're both going to be in. Um, Just my opinion, though. So I don't know. Who knows? Anything could happen. But I think everybody else is like too wimpy to get in. Like, I don't think they want to challenge Trump. So if Trump's in, they're not. Um, But yeah, I think the thing that's tough, too, that Democrats have to deal with is that they are not going to be in 2024 um you know they're not going to be running against an incumbent trump who's doing things that people don't like they're going to be running with an incumbent in there who's doing things that people don't like and that makes it way harder to beat trump because people are incredibly unhappy with the way that the country's going they're incredibly unhappy with the stuff biden's been doing the economy the crime all this stuff this is biden two days ago in new york no more drilling there is no more drilling i haven't formed any new new drilling no i He looks totally lost answering this girl. That was before I was president. We're trying to work on that, get that done. Saying out loud in a mic, no new drilling. Not going to run new drilling. <laughs> to which Corinne Jean-Pierre yep. uh, 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 contradicted later on. Of course. Of course she contradicted it later on because they're, they're struggling to come up with a message. They can't make everyone happy. Their party's being run by total loonies and it's going to be worse after the midterm. The things that they're going to propose and say they're doing are going to become wackier and wackier. Mm-hmm. And and even the people in the media, even in the people in the press briefing room that speak to Karine Jean-Pierre are going to know that you know, the direction that we're headed is not a good one. Like the mainstream publications now say stuff like the extra stimulus helped 
caused the inflation. We overheated the mm-hmm. economy. We did too much. Yeah. Right. And progressives like Hillary Rosen, who was who worked with Hillary Clinton, um, she's got a doomsday um, a warning. Hillary, you have a different take maybe than Bakari on Democrats. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as, Mark is right. Speaking as a Democrat. Um, I'm, a, I'm a loyal Democrat, but I am not happy. I just think that we are, you know, we did not listen to voters in this election, and I think we're going to have a bad night. And, you know, this conversation's not going to have much impact on Tuesday, but I hope it has an impact going forward. Because when voters tell you over and over and over again that they care mostly about the economy, listen to them. Stop talking about democracy being at stake. Democracy is at stake because people are fighting so much about what elections mean. I mean, voters have told us what they wanted to hear, and I don't think Democrats have really delivered uh, I, this cycle. I, I think- so there we go. Yeah. She expects a bad night, and it's going to be nationally a bad night. So do you think there's any chance that they will pivot? Is there any way for them to do that at this point? Or are they so locked in that they can't turn around? I mean, did you see the um, Van Jones clip that I sent you? Yeah. uh, Hang on. It's kind of pathetic. Yeah, because they're just, they're so in denial right now. And I mean, we'll see because, you know, we'll see how well Republicans do. They might do better than expected or worse than expected here. But, um, you know, I think think the consensus is that it's going to be a pretty bad night for Democrats. But people are so in denial. I was just talking to that guy, Jeff, from the Rhino podcast earlier. And he has a bet with Sue O'Connell made a couple days ago, not like in the spring or something. Sue O'Connell thinks that Democrats are going to take the uh, Senate and keep the Senate and the House. Jeez. Oh, man. Oh, man. What is she watching? (laughs) I don't know. But I don't know how they're in such denial. People right now who have not made up their mind. And I think that we got we got the airways. I'm telling you, if you think it's bad now, wait until your your grandma's got to move in with you because Social Security and Medicare has been knocked out. Wait until your prescription drug prices go through the roof. Wait until your kid comes home from school, not with a degree, but with a baby because she can't get an abortion. Hmm. You think it's bad now, it can get worse. That's what we should be talking <laughs> Too about. Too soon for the pre-mortem, as David Axelrod yeah, said? Hey, listen, I, people have not voted. As, until the last person votes, we should be making the case. And I and I think we should not have run from the economic argument. Why I think we should lean into it. They- lean into it, yeah. That's a good idea. Lean into it. Yeah. The economy is doing great. I mean, well, not that great, but it's going to get worse. <laughs> like, <That's> okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, people know. People know something has to change. And I mean, hopefully, like I said, there was a poll out yesterday saying 63% of people think we need more stimulus to fix inflation. So if we haven't gotten that message across yet, I don't know what to do. But but it has to. there has to be spending reined in. There has to be a little bit of economic pain here to get us back on track to – not this crazy inflation because it's going to destroy our country. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and the Democrats don't, I, I don't understand what happened to the party that brought us like Bill Clinton level messaging, right? Like not like I like Bill Clinton, but he was really good at this working class stuff and really good. Yeah. And even Obama, Obama was too. Yeah, but as also long as Clinton- he wasn't caught on a hot mic, like making fun of, people in western pennsylvania clinging to guns and religion but like when he was when he knew he was being recorded he managed to like appeal to those voters he managed to put things forward in a way that that did reach out to other people but like who are they performing for right now yeah but clinton also recalibrated after the midterms because he wanted to have a good leg winning legacy 
So he got Dick Morris in there, and they started the thing. They went fresh. Um, by the way, did you see that, that Twitter was delisted on the stock exchange today? Uh, I didn't see that, but I believe it. It's can in you, a lot of trouble. Can you believe what the is this all because they hate Elon Musk? Yes, yes, they're That's... trying to destroy Twitter because they hate Elon Musk, and they're, um, and they're, you know, they're trying to kill it by strangling out the advertisers, the same like they do to everybody else, and then they go online and they they say stuff like, oh, the industry insiders are seem to be very worried about the lack of content moderation on the platform. Like nothing's changed on the platform yet; it's all the same stuff. Like, and they're like pretending that, that seems... this is something that the advertisers like organically were concerned yeah. about when it's not. It's like it's the same as the Shirley Long stuff, right? Like calling up the advertiser. What do you think about the fact that so and so said this? Have you, you know, like yeah, yeah. Whenever you're contacting advertisers, you're probably the bad guy. Just a thought. Like that's that is remarkable. That is it's so it's man. These people are really a cabal. They really are. Yeah, they're terrible. They're terrible. And Republicans need to learn that this is not a. It's this is not something that's happening in good faith. This is not like a good faith conversation about like the limits of content moderation on the internet. Which, to be clear, is like a real conversation because I wish that like porn were more regulated on the internet or whatever you know like I, I think there's real conversations there about what the limits should be but i also like that's not what this is about this is just about somebody bought a company that they feel they can't control him and they they are going to destroy him to on purpose to just kill him they it, it's unbelievable it's unbelievable what's happening and they're and how they've exposed themselves so much especially when they're like oh elon musk buys it right before an election like yeah yeah people are allowed <laughs> to say stuff on the internet sorry when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay. Well, it also just shows just how much they knew always that they had full control over the content and pretended they right. didn't. Oh, it's just terms of service. Just terms of service. Uh, yeah, okay. it's a private company. It's fine. Yeah. But what's incredible about that, too, is that, um, once again, like they're just not operating in good faith, right? So, And I think that this is something conservatives have had to open their eyes to over the last several years when you see like, I mean, I think the Candy Crowley-Romney debate moment was big for a lot of people that I know where Candy Crowley, you know, contradicts Romney right on the debate stage and, and lies basically at a critical moment of that campaign. And, and I think when you see like what happened to Kavanaugh, things like that, 
and then stuff like this, where they just openly are saying, like, no, we need to be in control of Twitter because there's an election coming up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, you, you have to realize that, like, the conversation about the Hunter Biden laptop was not, like, about Hunter Biden's privacy. And, like, he was hacked. It's about hacked materials. Like, there, there's no... There's no rhyme or reason to it except power. They just want power and control over the conversation, over conservatives, over the elections, yeah. and like nothing else will satisfy them. And it's not like we have to just not um, – we have to just not even like humor them anymore. We, we can't give them the benefit of the doubt because they absolutely just want to destroy Republicans, period, the end. And, like, you have to be like Trump was during the Kavanaugh stuff and just not blink. And hopefully, like, Elon Musk will be. Although I feel like he already, like, went out of his way to meet with these fanatics and try and make them happy. But, like, I don't know. Maybe he's – maybe he's – been radicalized enough now maybe he's realized that they're actually after him and out to get him at this point i don't know meta's mark zuckerberg says he's accountable as company preps for mass layoffs layoffs are to begin wednesday yep. morning ceo zuckerberg told hundreds of executives uh on tuesday uh begin laying off employees wednesday morning as zuckerberg told hundreds of executives coming cuts are expected to total many thousands of employees and will likely be the largest of the year to date in the tech sector Zuckerberg appeared downcast in Tuesday's meeting and said he was accountable for the company's missteps and that his over-optimism about growth had led to overstaffing, according to people familiar with the meeting. Can they wax him? Uh, I don't know enough about the structure of that company and how much he owns. My feeling is he runs it with a little bit of an iron fist, so I think he's Meta stock has fallen more than 70% this year. Man. Uh, Well, everybody, it's Everybody's having problems right now. I mean, the economy is really in trouble and uh, like Democrats can't, this isn't an argument that they can win because the economy actually is uh, in trouble. Um, there's uh, there's lots of great memes out there about voting a GOP ticket to kill democracy. I don't know if you've I know, been seeing these. I've there's lots them. of good ones. Um, but yeah, I, uh, it's all in good fun. What's, yeah, our, well, what's our what's our crazy. schedule like tomorrow? What's our schedule like tomorrow? Yeah, because I'm well. I get mean, we our... get, get Sally somehow off to off to. Well, my schedule. I'm not coming back until Thursday. Right. Okay. And so you got. Okay. I guess I'll handle it with. So one, my one schedule later. involves an, an appointment in the morning. Right. And by the way, I where are you going to eat today? Uh, we went to the store. We went to Vons and we got food, and I think that'll do us. Like, I don't think I need to eat out at all, actually. Good, good. Don't spend any money. <laughs> I won't. I'm not going to. I've had I had a delicious Cobb salad that I made myself because I can eat cheese now oh, and things Cobb like salad. that. I yeah, I had to I had to not eat the risotto on my plate last night. I almost burst into tears. And uh, what else did I eat? I had tuna. Um, yeah, my like approved beef jerky. Will there Nut, will any nuts. Republican win in cheese? Will any Republican win in Massachusetts? Uh, I'm hoping seat. Joe Finn is going to win. Uh, that's seat, for that? state. That's for state rep by us. Yeah, but I definitely was that, think Bruce Tar. Was that Lenny Mira's seat or who's? No, it got divided up. Lenny Mira moved to um, Georgetown. I want to say, okay. and uh, which was in his district before, but. Um, 
then they rearrange the districts. So he probably will win. And this is a sort of a new seat. So um, anyway, so I, I think that's a possibility. I think there's um, I think they could pick up some well house seats Anthony and stuff. Amore? I do think I don't think Anthony Amore is going to win. I think a tri- I think that that um, sorry auditors race is just not high profile enough and exciting enough that people are going to know. I mean, I think there's like a bunch of people who read the Globe who probably will vote for Anthony Amore, but I just think people aren't paying enough attention to that race like regular people. Um, I think Jeff's going to do better than expected. I do. Um, I think that guy running for Congress by us, Bob May, is going to do better than expected. I, again, like there's just not a lot of polling in Massachusetts, so it's hard to say. But I, I think they'll pick up some seats here and there, um, and like we'll see what's going to happen. There is that guy running, um, Sean Dooley, who who's running for state senate who used to be a state rep, I believe, who could be good too. Morgan's suggesting I eat at In-N-Out. I don't want to spend any money, Morgan. Tom needs that. I need it, yes. Although we haven't really eaten out. We haven't done – we went to a big Y and got uh, sandwiches and stuff. And Jimmy got them a – my brother got them a uh, pizza yesterday, and there's still plenty of leftover and that stuff. And, and I'm eating dust, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, but so far so good. Um Oh, I had some beautiful eggs this morning. I'm allowed to have eggs for breakfast, right? Uh, yeah, I think Paige said you could switch, but then you have to. Then you're supposed to eat um, dust for your other two meals. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I've yeah. had I've had so one. So if dust that if that's your day. animal protein meal, that's your animal protein. Yeah, meal. I'll do that again tomorrow. I think that was effective. Yeah, Thank eggs you. are good. I got um some of the hard boiled eggs in a plastic bag for my cops. Where'd you get those? I need those. They had them in the deli section of the Vons. Very Or nice. not, I guess, the deli section, but like the prepared foods, like the stuff that's already made, kind of. But yeah, I love those. I eat those all the time. They had a bag of six. So you want to go over Jimmy Kimmel's uh, wife? Yeah, let's, uh, I mean, all the Hollywood people are completely freaking out. Oh! This is, um, my wife, Molly, what are you doing? Oh, I'm sounding the alarm, Jimmy. I didn't know we had an alarm. Oh, we do. I, I didn't either. It was backstage. Okay. Um, why are you uh, sounding an alarm you found backstage? Because tomorrow is election day, and abortion rights are gone or in danger in 26 states, even though the overwhelming majority of this country supports a woman's right to choose. <laughs> Is your intention to have a baby? No. no. I just wait till you eat a gun. What's your th- thoughts on the premise so far, Alice? <laughs> well, my intention's to have a baby. Right. But is there um is there is there a hundred percent pregnancy rate with having sex? No. Are there precautions that can be taken when having sex? Yes. Oh, okay. In addition, in one can also not have sex, too. And try to snuggle in. <laughs> that question was for them. Oh, for I'm you. sorry. I yeah, didn't Thank know. you very much. This is high comedy. Being a mom is the best and the hardest job on the planet. I can't imagine forcing any woman who doesn't want that job to take it against her will. Man, what a grisly thing to say. Can you imagine? Yeah. 
Well, the other thing is too Being that's the funny to the me. Best, but you also have to make sure you delete kids in the womb. Yeah. But if you don't, being a mom is awesome. But if you don't want to be one, then you can just kill a kid. It's fine. Um, yeah. The other thing about it too is, like she says, I can't imagine forcing that on someone. Well, you know, we force that on men, like being a dad. Sure, but and also, I don't know if you'd be. So is it about like my body, or is it about we can't force someone to be a parent against their will? Because, yeah. because if it's about forcing someone to be a parent against their will, we do that to men and like this goes back to the whole thing where when the abortion rights disappeared all these people were like oh yeah well now we have to make sure that men like are involved in their children's lives and cover the pregnant woman on their health insurance and give child support from the moment of conception and all the pro-life people were like yeah sounds good actually like let's sign people up for that because yeah you do have a there is a time that you have to decide whether or not you want to be a parent and that time is when you're having sex you could decide to uh not do it or to like you said take precautions to ensure that you don't become a parent if that's not in your plans and the time that that decision gets made should be the same for men and and women women. who have an abortion already have kids at home they know how hard the job is 92 percent of abortions happen in the first 13 weeks a good portion of the women who need one um you know it's it's kind of beside the point unless she tackles the fact that we're talking about a different life and i mean the whole thing is disingenuous because they're available all through the country oh yeah and especially and places p- some like places Massachusetts. Are putting some limits on them some places aren't one after the first trimester do it because of health complications that could kill her or her baby now uh, generally if there's health complications that could kill her the it's legal yes everywhere everywhere there's nowhere in the country and this is a common misconception and it makes me crazy there is literally nowhere in the country where it is illegal to get an abortion if the mother's life is in danger that is not a thing roughly half the women who have abortions live below the poverty line i'm sorry are you expecting this to be funny because it is not going to be funny (laughs) they don't have the great that's some excellent tv (laughs) that's what you we look for on the late night shows that's what we look for. Don't worry, we weren't expecting Don't anything funny sure, to happen. Make sure we don't. We're not producing poor babies. Is what she just said. Uh huh. Poor babies aren't worth keeping. Okay. Resources to raise another child. They don't have the money to drive to another state to get health care. The only person. Wow! Can you imagine how dark this is? God, and I'm not a crazy pro-life kind of guy, but this is so dark. It's so dark. There are so many. So many reasons you can use to eliminate babies. Okay, why are you, why are you obsessed with this? Who should be making a life-altering and potentially life-saving decision for a woman and her body is the woman herself. I mean, is that well, the true problem? Is, for- the problem is this: is this that we're talking about possibly women? It's there's another voice that, that we're advocating for. If she would just acknowledge that, it, it would be it, this would be a lot less gross. Well, right, and of course, there's no medical procedure like there's no medical procedure on the earth that that people can just decide to do like fully on their own. There's always other considerations. There's insurance. There's ethics. Like the FDA has to approve procedures and drugs. Like obviously. 
it's fine for medical procedures to be regulated that like we do it all the time it's not that big a deal and i think too like the more we learn about abortion particularly mm -hmm. like that's why i think feeling has have shifted on this too especially when it comes to like the later in pregnancy abortions is we know so much more now about the science of fetal development and those babies actually look like and what they're doing and all that stuff that that like people start to feel squeamish and i think that that's only going to get more so as we go along and our science gets better here because most of the people going to doctors and hospitals who are pregnant uh you know don't want abortions and are trying to you know see the baby and then ultrasound and all this stuff and i I think that that those experiences being out there, people seeing ultrasounds of their kids and everything, that it really, it really increases people's discomfort with later term abortions very much. Men to help us. I'm not out here with this dumb alarm asking you guys to love abortion. I'm asking you to love women enough, to trust women enough to make their own difficult decisions and to vote for the people who will make that happen tomorrow. Our daughters should not have to fight the battles that our grandmothers won. Thank you. Oh, God. God, what a stupid woman. I would hate to be married to that <laughs> thing. Imagine the freaking hang-ups that she has. If she's so hung up on the fact that that she's insecure about the fact that men aren't burdened this way that women are about being with pregnancies. It's just fundamentally unfair. So I get to do what I want because you don't have to deal with this. Ugh, so it's so small it's such a small brain thing Ugh. yeah yeah and i mean especially in blue states the argument just carries no water and i think that that's part of why you're seeing like lee zeldin surge is because people are seeing the crime and stuff in new york and they are they're saying that these like concerns about abortion that this isn't a serious concern in a place like New York. The New York legislature is not going to pass a law banning abortion. So it's fine to elect Zeldin as governor. He can't do anything about it. You know, it's not something they really have to worry about, even if they, even if it's an issue that they care about. Should we hit the chat but, chat? Yeah, we can head over to the chat chat. Going back into work, you know. I know. Seven to midnight. No, it looks like six to ten now. Much oh. more reasonable. Steve Hi. from Aramac hey, with a programming Hi, request. Any chance that we could move the microphones back a little from you two during your road trip? Um, <laughs> today's episode sounded like Lord and Lady Darth Vader's Burn Barrel <laughs> podcast. Well, Alice, as you know, the election is drawing near. Yes, Tom, I know. The election is drawing near. Tom. <laughs> I can't do DeSantis and Trump. I can't do that. Well, Alice, as you know. Uh, How's he making that Does noise? the code name Sapphire mean anything to you, Alice? No, Tom, but the mayor of Milrose is a moon Oh, my God. So distracting. Thank you. So, Steve, that you will not have that. Steve obviously listens to the podcast rather than watches it. You won't have that today. That was that was my fault yesterday. Your compression yesterday or something? Yeah, because we're on Zoom. Zoom is funny with audio anyway. It kind of already compresses stuff, um, and then uh, the, and it cuts out a lot of the audio. That and Tom then the breaths says. are uh, the breaths are breaths of the uh -huh. breathing, like that right there. Um, yeah. That is preserved a little bit a little bit on the Zoom because it's got a noise gate. I think. 
So huh. that is so then when I went in, I actually went in to fix it yesterday because uh, what was it? Because something was real was louder than everything else. So I just did the speech volume leveler. I think I was too quiet yesterday. Well, maybe. Or, or maybe I'm not sure. I did the speech volume leveler in the addition. And what it did is take those breaths and make them as loud as the speech. <laughs> so that's I what he, that's what he heard. Uh, sorry about that. Hey, Tom and Alice. I'm uh, working on a song for uh, the show. Oh, nice. Just to try to get my creative juices flowing. Um, I'll have a a gozy and see how this goes. Burn barrel, burn barrel. The only show where a man goes on and on about nothing. And his wife looks on in horror. <laughs> okay, that's just a taste of what I'm working on. <laughs> well, I was starting to say, like, it's not the only show where it goes on and on about nothing. Yeah, because there's, there's a definitely a lot of those out there. But then you do have where his wife watches in horror. That's the unique <laughs> element that we have. That's the selling point. This is Sal Silverstein. How's it going? Good. I just got out and voted. People were triple masked and quadruple jabbed, and then they said they got 12 boosters. Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. Go out and vote, babies! My goodness, who's Sal Silverstein? I don't know. Wow. Exuberant, though. Exuberant. I, I, I completely, uh, I, um, it, I give it a nod. I'm all for it. That's the music, Alice. Thanks, honey. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Patreon listeners. You, Appreciate you, you guys joining us. Yes, I'm sick. I told you. I got sick you like, so- during my airplane flight yesterday. Do you have SARS-CoV-19? Maybe. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you after the election. See you later. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hi this is Paige from giggly squad and i want to talk to you about splash refresher and my water intake okay so you guys obviously know that i'm a hydrated girly but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like i need something to spice it up that's why i love splash refresher It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.